0: It says that now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. The power will start working within us when our inner man starts changing. Hallelujah. As we know, even for our own small children, we don't give them certain things, certain precious things. Or certain dangerous things. Hallelujah. How much more our Father in heaven will not allow us to handle things that having power. The power he's talking is the power of the Holy Spirit. If you and I are growing in our inner man. If God knows that we are being strengthened in our inner man. If God knows that there is a growth in the inner man. He will handle, he will allow us to handle greater things in His kingdom. Hallelujah. Please read this verse in 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 and verse
1: 16. 2nd Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. So, we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. Hallelujah.
0: We, when we look at ourselves, we know that we are getting old. But, we do not lose heart. We know that outwardly there are so many oppositions, but we do not lose heart because our inner man, what is the word written there? Is being Renewed. renewed day by Day, Hallelujah! Every worship, Hallelujah! You should look at yourself and say that yes, I am renewed, Hallelujah! I'm grown one more degree closer to the Lord. I am able to understand the Lord in a different way today, Hallelujah! After the message, after listening to the Word, after understanding the Word, after appropriating the Word, yes, I've grown, Hallelujah! Same chapter, verse eighteen, chapter three, verse eighteen,
1: and we all with unveiled face. Beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another For this comes from the Lord who is the spirit.
0: Yesterday we discussed afterwards The people who saw the glory of God with their own physical eyes the Israelites and the people Who saw the glory of God in the New Testament? John James and Peter and Paul and Stephen how their lives had changed and we understood yesterday how, What was the difference? The people in the Old Testament, though they saw the glory of God, they never translated that into their inner man. Hallelujah. Therefore in Acts of Apostles chapter seven, Hallelujah, Stephen explains that in their heart they turned back to Hallelujah, Egypt. I would like to read that portion and then start my discussion my message today from there. Please come with me to Acts of Apostles chapter seven. Acts of Apostles, chapter 7. Let's look at to verse 39.
1: Our fathers refused to obey him, but thrust him aside, and in their hearts they turned to Egypt, saying to Aaron, Make for us gods who will go before us. As for this Moses, who led us out from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And they made a calf in those days and offered a sacrifice to the idols and were rejoicing in the works of their hands. But God turned away and gave them over to worship the host of heaven. As it is written in the book of the prophets, Did you bring to me slain beasts and sacrifices during the forty years in the wilderness? O house of Israel.
0: Enough. So what it says is, they rejected God. When they rejected God, they rejected godly leadership. When they rejected godly leadership, they turned towards their own works of hands. Hallelujah. They made something. And the Bible says they started rejoicing in their own worship, their own works of hands. Hallelujah. So rejecting God, rejecting godly leadership, they went to their own handiwork. Hallelujah. Let that not happen to us. Hallelujah! Let us grow. Now why they, they rejected God? Because they never allowed the glory of God they saw in Mount Sinai to come and sink into their inner man. Hallelujah! They just saw something outward. Hallelujah! When you attend the worship, there's good music, there is everything is good. If you're only able to see that with your physical eye and don't try to translate, sink that into your inner man. Hallelujah. You will be just like these people. If they have seen something, they never had any conviction of that in their heart when the time of testing came. They said, we don't know what happened to this Moses. Immediately, immediately rejected God. Rejected God in relationship. They went to the works of their own hands. Please. I'm going to take you through what the Lord impressed my heart to speak to you today. To how to translate what is God going to do with us in order that our inner man will grow. Hallelujah. You know in 1st John chapter 3 verse 2 it says, Now we are the children of God. Now we are the children of God. That's a very profound statement. The relationship is changed here. We are the children of God. Or in, in, in other words, it is written that we are the sons of God in KJV. As I explained to you last week, there are two words that I used. One is children, techno, sons, hios. Sons means you are able to understand. You are able to take or represent your father. You are able to handle serious things. Children are just small children, unable to even to speak. Unfortunately, many believers are still a child, children. They are not grown to the level of a son. If you grow to the level of a son, your father in heaven can entrust you with many serious business. Hallelujah. That is why in Romans chapter 8 verse 29, just please read that, although we know it, just for the sake of understanding, let's read it. Romans chapter 8 verse 29.
1: For those whom for new he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Amen. Continue. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified.
0: Whatever is our status today, the plan of God is very clear. He wants us to be in the image of his son. Hallelujah. Bible says, one day we are going to do it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 29 says, if you have worn the image of the earthy, you are going to wear the image of the heavenly. Hallelujah. We need to understand that we are destined to become in the image of Jesus Christ when he comes, not while we live. But during our life on this earth, there must be, there should be a growth. That growth is not in your head knowledge alone. Yes, our knowledge will increase, but that growth has to happen inside. Inside. Another name that is, that can be called for this kind of a growth is godliness. Bible says godliness. Hallelujah. And a better definition of godliness is a very practical awareness of God in every aspect of life. As we grow, we will learn how to put God in every aspect of our life. So let's quickly look into a few things. In order for us to grow, Christ became a man. As we discussed last week, Romans chapter 1, 3 to 7, He was Adam's image. He took Adam's image or man's image, but he was still God's son. He was David's son, and he was God's son. Because we who are in Adam's image have to be brought into the image of Jesus Christ. Because of that, Jesus himself became both for us. Now come with me to Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. Let's read verse 14 first. Hebrews chapter
1: 2 and verse 14. Since therefore... The children share in flesh and blood he himself likewise partook of the same things that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death that is the devil. Hallelujah. Also verse 16 please. For surely it is not the angels that helps but he helps the offspring of Abraham.
0: Hallelujah. I
1: want you to understand it
0: clearly. The first verse I'll explain in a few minutes. The second verse says he gives aid. He did not give aid to angels, but you give aid to the children of Abraham. In Amplified Bible, as I read yesterday, let me read it again. He, Christ, did not take hold of angels, the fallen angels, to give a helping and delivering hand, but he did take hold of the fallen descendants of Abraham to reach out to them, a helping and delivering hand. There were two fallen category of creation in front of God, two fallen category of creation: Hello, angels, fallen angels who came down when Satan came down from heaven, fallen human beings. Hallelujah! Bible says Jesus died on the cross. He rose again to give aid not to the fallen angels but to fallen man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fallen angels. Jesus might know them. They were all in heaven together. But Jesus was not going to help them. Jesus is only going to help human beings. You know why? Because we are the only ones created in the image of our Father. Hallelujah. Bible never says that angels are created in in the image of the Father. Hallelujah. Bible says, but man is created in the image of the Father. Hallelujah. Therefore, Jesus was not going to give help to fallen angels. He was going to give help only to you and me who are created in the image of the Father. Hallelujah. Now, when we come to that verse, when we look into that verse, the first portion it is written that just as children, just as the children were partakers of flesh and blood, he also took part of it. Now this, I've explained it earlier, but we, we have to understand it clearly. Jesus did not take part in the entire things of the children. Only part he took, which is flesh and in the flesh, in the form of it, in the image of it. But when it came to the deliverance part, he had done actually a complete deliverance. In Greek, when you look at it, the first part, when the children are partakers of flesh and blood, it says koinonio, it means to share in full. But when it takes, he also took part of it, the word is meteko, which says, he took part, not all. The blood that was flowing in his body was not Adamic blood. It was the blood of his father. Because of which he was able to deliver us. But look at this in 1 John <clears throat> chapter 3 and verse 8. First <clears throat> John chapter 3 and verse 8.
1: Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil. For the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. Hallelujah.
0: Now onwards, we have to really understand the
1: seriousness of it.
0: We were of Adam's nature and he wanted to translate us into Christ's nature. Hallelujah. This godly nature is called the divine nature is happening when our inner man is growing. Hallelujah. For that, Jesus who is, who was, who always was the son of God Became a son of David, hallelujah. Now, in his flesh, he took part of our nature, which is the flesh. The blood is still the father's. The reason is he wanted to destroy the works of the devil. The word "destroy" is written in Greek. <coughs> the meaning of that word is to lose, to pronounce, or determine not to be bound. To break or violate a commandment. To dissolve or destroy. To break or beat to pieces. Hallelujah. Jesus did all these things. In the lives of those who qualify to be his children. And it is written that he wanted to do that in in the lives of the children of Abraham. When we accepted Christ. We became a child of God. But immediately we got a connectivity, a connectivity as a child of Abraham. You know what does that mean? I so explained this today, to Abraham, God gave a promise. And in that promise, God said, <coughs> "All the nations, Hallelujah, will be blessed through you. That blessing is Jesus Christ. Those who accept Christ, immediately you become the child of Abraham means you receive the responsibility to share the gospel. Hallelujah. To share the gospel, you need to be free first. And Jesus did all that is possible, that is required on the cross, to set us free. To set us free. Even as I preach the word today, I want you to take it in your spirit. I am set free. The word is new It means to lose, to pronounce are determined not to be bound, to break, violate, to dissolve, destroy, to break, or be to peace. Everything that is binding you, that is not allowing you to grow on the cross of Calvary, Jesus did it so that I and you be translated into His image. Be transformed into His image. Hallelujah. Let us not be satisfied to be a child of God alone. Let us become a son of God. A son of God. A mature son of God. Who is representing our father in heaven. That's what in the Hebrew tradition. A son means he is able to represent his father. With the authority. With the full authority of the father. Jesus was a son. And we have to become a son. Hallelujah. So Jesus came into this world to destroy. To declare unlawful. To declare unlawful. To set loose Everything. Everything that the devil has done, has been doing or will do in the life of a child of God, in the life of a child of Abraham. We saw that, we can see that in the life of Zacchaeus, when Jesus went to his, his house, he said he is also a son of Abraham. Hallelujah. Therefore I am setting him free. And he said in Luke chapter 13 verse 16 to that lady, she is a daughter of Abraham. I am setting her free. Hallelujah. He is demonstrative. If you and I are a child of Abraham, Hallelujah, He will set us free. Please come with me to Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3.
1: And verse 26. For in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. Muddy, enough. then verse the 29. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, has, according to promise. Hallelujah.
0: You see, if you are Christ, then you're connected to a lineage of Abraham, with the responsibility with the blessing associated with it. You see when it talks about image. When God created man, he created man in his likeness and in his image. Image, likeness means a similitude. Image means to be, to resemble exactly the way that a prototype is. When the Bible says that when we are in Christ Jesus, we are a new creation. Hallelujah. There are two words that represents for new in the Bible. English it is translated as new, but in Greek, in Colossians 3, 10, it says, We have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Can you read that please? Colossians 3 and verse 10.
1: And he put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Hallelujah.
0: It says, we have put on. The moment we accepted Christ as our Savior and Lord, immediately we received a position. That is a positional confirmation that you are a child of God. The word new, there is neos. It means new by way of time. Newborn baby, just born. A new child of God is born there. However, in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 15. In Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 15.
1: <clears throat> By abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances, that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace.
0: One new man from the two. This new means, kainos, qualitatively new. We all know that the background Paul refers there is about Gentiles and Jews. He said whether you are a believer from a Jewish background or you are a believer from a Gentile background, in Christ, you both have received a new identity. Qualitatively, you became new. You are a Christian now. You're no more a Jew. You're no more a Gentile. In Christ, you both became a a Christian. So the moment a Jewish Christian accepted Christ, the moment a Gentile Christian accepted Christ, both of them have become immediately the child of God. Immediately they became the child of God, Neos, child of God. But now both of them, when they look eye to eye, they cannot accept each other. They are growing into the new personality that both of them become Kainos, a qualitatively new Christian. This is the inner change, the inner man's growth that has to happen in you and I, in every Christian. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When we do this, when we allow this to happen, I will tell you how we are going to allow this to happen. When we allow this to happen, slowly, day by day, we grow from one degree of glory to another degree of glory. We are slowly transformed into the image of Christ that on the day when He comes... We all will look like Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But there should be a growth. You know what happens along the path of this growth? We become responsible children of God. Responsible sons of God. God will be able to entrust us with more responsibility. In Colossians chapter 2 verse 10 says, In Him you have been made complete. Hallelujah. We just cannot find our completeness in anything physical only in Christ. Hallelujah. As an Indian when we look at ourselves, we have so many incompleteness. As Africans look at themselves, there are so many incompleteness. Any nationality, any color, any, any background, you will be incomplete in yourself. But in Christ. In Christ. All are complete. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know these people whom Pastor Bijou was ministering in Manali. They are nomads. Hallelujah. You look at look at the pictures. Hallelujah. In Christ. In Christ. Hallelujah. They are complete. Look at the f- picture that we received yesterday about the worship in Rajasthan. Hallelujah. But they are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Therefore, in us, who are new child of God, a new neo Christian by way of time, have to become a qualitatively changed. Hallelujah! There's a kind of change that has to happen in us. Christ has done all that is required for us. Let's also read. Um, please read Colossians chapter one and verse thirteen. Two fifteen. 15 Colossians chapter 1 verse 13 to
1: 15 he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins he is the image of the invisible God the firstborn of all creations
0: hallelujah what a powerful statements that are it says In whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. And verse 13 says, He rescued us from the domain of darkness, transferred us into the kingdom of His beloved Son. And the Son is the image of the invisible God. Hallelujah. See, my dear brothers and sisters, it's a process that God intends to do in our lives. God really intends to do it in our lives. Let us not resist to this translation. Let us not resist to this change, but it let us yield to this process of God. When you are born into the kingdom of God, when you are a child, the process of growth in you is started by God. God only can do it in His power. Let's look into a practical aspects of this, let's, for which let's come into first Corinthians 1st Corinthians. Let's read chapter 6 and verse 12. 1st Corinthians chapter 6
1: and verse 12. All things are lawful for me. All things are lawful for me. But not all things are helpful. But all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me. Mm-hmm. But I will not be dominated by anything. And
0: in my version, all things are lawful for me. But not all things are profitable. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. The first thing, as a Christian, as a born again child of God, we have to do is to make a decision. All things are lawful for me. I can use my time in any way, I can use my money in any way, I can use my possessions in any way. Freedomful. But I will not allow anything to master me. I will not allow anything to console me. Hallelujah. Peter said very clearly in his episode, All that is required for life and godliness is already given to us. Amen. I have the freedom there also. The scripture is there. Bible is there. I have the freedom whether to read it or not to read it. I have the freedom whether to read one chapter or ten chapters. I have the freedom to receive anything that the Lord speaks to me through messages or when I myself read it or not to receive it. I have the freedom for everything. But wherever I put a control, hallelujah, that marks my maturity and my growth. Hallelujah. Please read verse 17, 1 Corinthians 6,
1: verse 17. But he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him.
0: What happens when you say no to a few things is you started joining with Christ. You started knowing His desire for your life. Hallelujah. That's how we get joined with Christ. And finally, in 2 Peter chapter 1, 2 Peter chapter 1,
1: let's read from verse 3 onwards 3 and 4.
0: When 2 Corinthians 5.17 The verse that I quoted earlier Therefore if anyone in Christ he is a new creation That new is Kainos Qualitatively new That's what is written there That is why the next portion says All things are passed away Behold all things are become new Hallelujah Already God and Jesus Christ Along with Holy Spirit Have declared Here is a qualitatively new Christian Hallelujah. Everything of his old nature is gone. But unfortunately, we have a bit of it balanced still. Let's cooperate with the law to get out of it. Here in Peter it says, By which you having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Hmm, That's great. That's really great. Hallelujah. God has so many people in the Bible whom he has portrayed through the scripture for us to study. But before that, here itself, in 2 Peter chapter 1, five onwards, something is written. Let's look at that and let's look into the life of a man.
1: For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge.
0: Early he said... We have to become partakers of divine nature. Then Peter goes on to say, the first thing you need is diligence. How are we? Diligence. Be diligent. And with diligence, you have to do something. Yes?
1: After your faith, what,
0: what is that word? No, no, no. Before that. And? Your faith. You see, you're not going to add faith to you. Faith is already there. Holy Spirit gives you faith. But to the faith. God is not going to add anything. We have to add. For which we need diligence. What is the first thing we have to add? Virtue. Virtue. Excellence. Whatever we do... Must be done in excellence. If you come to worship... Worship the Lord with all your might. When you want to pray... When you are asked to pray... Be an excellent prayer warrior. When you want to read the word... Do it in excellence. When you want to serve the Lord... Do it in excellence. When you want to sing for the Lord. Do a excellent singing. Hallelujah. Do everything in excellence. To your faith. Add virtue or excellence. Next. To excellence. You add. Knowledge. knowledge. Hallelujah. Yes. Very good. You, you sing. You sang your song. Very excellent. Very nice. But you don't know anything about Christ. Hallelujah. Or the Bible says. Faith needs excellence. Excellence needs knowledge of Christ. It means experiential knowledge. Not the knowledge that somebody experienced Christ. I know my Christ to whom I am singing. I know my Christ to whom I am preaching. I know my Christ to whom I am praying. Hallelujah. That knowledge is required. And to knowledge you add. What's the word written in your Bible? Self-control. Hallelujah. We know everything, but we don't have self-control. There is no use at all. Hallelujah. To faith, you must add virtue, excellence, knowledge, and then self-control. The next thing is perseverance. Hallelujah. It talks about patience due to time. One want God to give you something. You know that it's, it's, it's really a need, but you, you have no patience. Hallelujah. If you don't have patience, your excellence and knowledge and and faith are of no use. Have patience. Be patient. On Wednesday, we heard Pastor D.C. Samuel speaking on that subject. Have patience in prayer also. Hallelujah. And to patience, you have to add something. You have to add godliness. Hallelujah. In everything that you do. Give priority to God. Let me remind you the definition I told you about godliness. A very practical awareness of God in every aspect of life. Hallelujah. And to godliness you add what? Brotherly kindness. Hallelujah. Brotherly kindness. Consider your brother. Take care of your sister. Take care of your brother. Add them also with you. Brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness you add what? Ah, it's love. But you look into the Greek word, agape. Hallelujah. It's that kind of a love that God has demonstrated. Hallelujah. And what is the next verse in Peter says? Verse 8. If you have these qualities and you are increasing in these qualities, then you will never be unfruitful. Hallelujah. But do you really think that it is possible for us to have it, I believe when there is diligence, it is possible. You may fail in the beginning, but with diligence you're going to succeed. And I don't have time to explain, but you look into chapter two of Second Peter, so many qualities of false prophets and false teachers are given. Everything opposite to that is to be added to faith. Hallelujah. You can make a a Bible study for yourself. Hallelujah. Chapter 2 talks about so many negative aspects of false prophets and false teachers. And in chapter 1 he says, Therefore, the opposite of all those things, you better add to your faith so that you become not become unfruitful. You become fruitful. Hallelujah. There is one man in the Bible that Bible declares... Was very meek. You know that man. Moses. And again Bible declares. That uh, there was nobody in, in his tribe. Who has known God face to face. Face to face. Hallelujah. But we need to learn something from his life. God has to deal with him. And I believe it's almost a similar way that God would deal with each of you and me so that our inner man will get stronger and stronger. Hallelujah. You all know the word of God. But you see first God has to reveal who he is to Moses. He was the part of a contingent of a people who has been worshipping idols For more than 400 years. Hallelujah. I've seen a documentary in BBC about Egypt, ancient Egypt. It said everything they they had a God. For everything. There are so many numerous temples in Egypt. I believe more than in India there are temples in Egypt. Even now it is there. They preserve it as uh, archaeological sites. Everything was a God for them. All the fly that God brought into there was a God for them. Hallelujah. The locust was a God for them. Blood was a God for everything. All the 10 plagues were 10 gods in Egypt. God proved none of them are gods. From that background, God has to tell Moses, I am the living God. (laughs) Hallelujah. He made the circumstance in such a way that he is now in the middle of a desert and he revealed himself in glory. Hallelujah. That's the first thing God will do in yours and mine life. When some wilderness happens in your life. Don't worry. God had a plan to reveal himself to you. So that you will understand who he truly is. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the beginning of the change in your inner man. And next thing. God changed the walls of his hands. Hallelujah. God asked you what's in your hand. He said it's a rod." He said put that rod down. It became a serpent. And you know in Corinthians. 2nd Corinthians Paul writes. I'm so afraid. Just as the serpent deceived Eve. Anybody remains, remembers the next word? Through his craftiness. Hallelujah. So he had a lot of craftiness in his hands. He was so deceiving. He thought he's going to deliver his people. Kill somebody. The works of his hands. A lot of craftiness. God had to deal with that second. Hallelujah. God will deal with you and I same. We are also very crafty. Very very smart. Hallelujah. God is going to deal with that. Third, God said, put your hand in the heart. in In your chest. It became like leprosy. It's a sign, symbol of sin. God removed it too. Hallelujah. Then God had to deal with this speech. Hallelujah. He said, "I'm eloquent." Hallelujah. God had to deal with it. And Bible says he was in Acts seven twenty three. Says he was a man of power and words and deeds, and he himself said, "Lord, I'm, I'm not. I'm not one of that sort." Hallelujah. You see, every ministry of the New Testament is a ministry of tongue. God has to deal with your tongue also. Your tongue may need a healing. Your tongue may need a correction. Your tongue may need a change. Hallelujah. God dealt with Moses' tongue. God dealt with Moses' works of hands. God dealt with Moses' heart. God dealt with Moses' perception of God. Now he said, go Go to Pharaoh. Speak to him. Hallelujah. One last thing God did is, God had to deal with him in a minor area. He had never circumcised his children. This is a, a Confucian portion of the Bible always. But I want to tell you something. God was not at all trying to kill Moses. Hallelujah. He was not trying to kill Moses. I'm, I'm reading to you from Exodus chapter four, but we don't have time to explain in detail. 22 onwards to 26 talks about as if it's written. We can understand it as if God was going to kill him in an inn, and then uh, Sipporah cut his foreskin and call Moses, "You are a blood uh, husband for me." Uh, you, you actually need to put certain forces in between put certain paragraphs in between and understand that God was not trying to kill Moses. God was trying to remind him one thing, that I'm going to kill the firstborns of Pharaoh. You better understand that your child is not an Egyptian, but a Jew covenanted with me. Today, the last thing God would deal with us is, you and I covenanted with God. Never ever forget the fact, when you speak, when you utter a word from your mouth, Understand that you are covenanted with Christ. Hallelujah. God through Christ. When you want to do something ungodly, understand that you are covenanted with Christ. Hallelujah. When you want to do, put your effort into something ungodly, understand that you are covenanted with Christ. Shall we let's submit our lives to Him today and say, The Lord, I want my inner man to grow. I don't want to be a Jew who is an outward Jew. But I want to be an inward Jew. I want to have the real power of godliness in me. Because the Bible says godliness with contentment is a great gain. Lord, hallelujah, I am so frustrated in my life. I am so confused in my life many times. Lord, I want you to really speak to me. I want you to really deal with me. Lord, if you could deal with Moses, you could deal with me today. Hallelujah, I know that I have that ability within me to be grown as a son of God. But yet I'm always in the position of a child, and a little child. I want growth in me, Master God. Jesus, I want you to do that work in me today. Hallelujah. Remove everything, Master God. Lord, I know that everything is lawful for me, but everything is not profitable for me. I want to say no to those things which are not profitable for me, Master. Hallelujah. Lord, hallelujah. Talk to me, Master. Reveal yourself to me, Master God. I want to understand you with a new perception, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May may your glory be revealed in my inner man, Master. God, that I will be grown to the level that you can entrust me with greater works, Master God. Hallelujah. Lord, the devil has been tossing me up and down every time. I want to talk to it, Master God, because on the cross, you came to destroy the works of the devil. Oh Lord, I am a child of Christ, I'm a child of God, I'm a child of Abraham, and the Bible says you give aid to the children of Abraham, if I'm a child of Abraham, Lord Jesus, I need your help, hallelujah, destroy the work of the evil one in my life, Lord. Set me free, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May my inner man grow day by day. May I understand the depth and breadth and length and width of the love of Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, may I grow in you, Lord. Jesus, will you come one day. I want you to see me in your own image. Grown to the extent that you wanted me to grow. Hallelujah. Lord, may my prayer life change from now on, most master. Because you're going to give to me whatever I ask. Because I will only ask according to your will. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's pray together. Father God, even as we, as a congregation, submit ourselves into your hands, Lord. Lord, as you gave us the word, we don't want to be a Jew outwardly. But we want to be a Jew inwardly. Lord, we want the circumcision of heart the growth of the inner man, the growth of godliness in us. Hallelujah. Lord, we want every work of the evil one to be destroyed in our lives so that we will grow. We will grow day by day and we will reflect the glory of Christ in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for hearing this prayer. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, love of Father, fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us from now and forevermore. Amen. Let's give glory to His name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.